Welcome to The Responsible Podcast. Your host, Stanley J. Targos III, is the founder of The Responsible Brand and The Responsible Network. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everybody. This is Stanley Targos with The Responsible Brand. Today, we're going to talk about 18 to 24 months to build a life. Actually, it can be called 18 to 24 months to build a foundation, 18 to 24 months to get started, 18 to 24 months to pick up where you're at today and have success moving forward. 18 to 24 months is just a time frame that we're dedicating to actually build a solid foundation, to set a ball in motion, and to make sure that we can have success moving forward regardless what phase we're in. So whether we're just getting started out with the responsible launch from 23 to 30 or 35 years old, whether we're in that lifestyle foundations, whether we're in that college plan for with kids that are getting ready to go to college, whether we're post-college and paying for college debt with as parents or pre-retirement preparation or in the income distribution, distribution phase, there's still a need for most people to have an 18 to 24 month setup period or runway as it may look like. What I love about this 18 to 24 months is it's not a lifetime. 18 to 24 months goes by like that. 18 to 24 months is something that we all see, feel, and can grasp pretty quickly, pretty easily. What 18 to 24 months really means is for an 18 to 24 month period, we're going to recalibrate, we're going to reset, we're going to restart the emergency fund, and the supercharged savings strategy that we've been building, that we've been talking about, and that most people are lacking until the day they retire. The reason this is so important is because we're going to build it once. How many people do we all know who wake up at 23, 24, 25 and say, man, I just got done with college and I'm going to build an emergency fund and the world tells me I need six months of my earnings in that emergency fund and they start saving, saving, saving and then they need to buy a house and then they need to get a car and then they need to get married and then they need to take a vacation and then one of their friends gets married and they're hosting the bachelor party or bachelorette party and they got to go to Vegas or whatever that life event is. Seems to take precedent and priority overbuild in the emergency fund or we start saving in the emergency fund and it gets used and it never gets replenished but what if we took the next 18 to 24 months and not put everything else on hold but let's put everything on hold financially that's not an immediate priority even if it means we want to pay off some debt we want to save for a down payment on a home we need a new car we got all of this pressure from the world around us telling us what we need But at the core of our gut, at the core of our heart, at the core of who we are, we need an emergency fund and a supercharged savings account that gives us permission to make decisions moving forward responsibly, efficiently, and effectively. So for 18 to 24 months, let's just agree, even in principle, that we're going to take that time frame to build an emergency fund and get the ball rolling on that emergency fund. What I like to think of when I talk about this and when I implement this and when we use this is you get to put yourself first on all your money for the next 18 to 24 months. I'm giving you permission to be in first position on your money each and every time you get paid. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? 
especially since most people wake up and they're in fourth, fifth, or sixth position on their own money. That's why so many people have more month at the end of the paycheck instead of paycheck at the end of the month. And while this is certainly not about not eating out, not having a coffee, not spending time with your family, not buying birthday gifts and Christmas gifts for the people you love and the people you care about, it is about building that emergency fund with structure and with strategy in a responsible way that allows you to start a foundation in your life financially that gives you permission to make decisions moving forward. What if you actually, for those of us who are over the age of 40, when we look back 15 years and we think we struggled and it was so tight and so intense, was it easier 15 years ago than it is today to have extra cash? For me, it was. Not for everybody. I get there's specific situations for everybody out there. However, I think about how much money I spent, how much money I budgeted, how I felt like I was strapped, but I always had cash, and I never took the time to build the emergency fund. What if we take the next 18 to 24 months and in a responsible way, build an emergency fund that meets our needs for the next three to five years? Will we be able to save two years of salary in an emergency fund? No, do you need it? Probably not. But there's a number that you in your mind think, and this is individual, this is customized, this is based on your own identity of who you are, what you need, what you have, what your comforts are based on your income, your assets, your debt, how many kids you have, where your house is, what's coming down the pipeline that you know you're going to need to save for. All of those things determine what your emergency fund is. Let's just pick a number. Say that number is $15,000 and you make 80 grand a year. Is it reasonable to think in the next two years you can have an emergency fund with 15,000? The answer is probably yes. Does it mean that we're not gonna aggressively pay off Visa, MasterCard, Discover, Sally Mae, make extra payments on the mortgage, extra payments on the car? Probably. But when we make extra payments places and we have an emergency, we lose the ability to recapture those dollars which compounds the trickle effect of not having an emergency fund or the ripple effect. What if we took 18 to 24 months and put three, four, five, six, eight hundred dollars a month aside? Does it mean we're taking out of the dollars that we would be going out to eat with, going on vacation with and buying gifts with? Maybe, but we're not giving up everything. If you had a goal to save for a down payment on a home, what would you sacrifice in order to have that down payment ready to go when the, you found the perfect house? See, it's a priority. But what's fascinating about this conversation is if we build this emergency fund, if we set $500 a month aside, that's six grand a year for two years is 12 grand. How many people also get a tax refund? What do you normally do with your tax refund? Take it and pay off credit card debts, take it and go on vacation, take it and put it in savings. What if we save 500 a month plus the tax refund? Can we get to 15 grand? Probably quicker than we think. Once we build that 15,000 or build that emergency fund and we have control over our cash flow, which is a key component of the supercharged saving strategy, 
It does have to do with an interest rate that you earn in a side account, but it's more impacted by how we manage cash flow. So if we build this emergency fund of 15,000, we wake up two years later, we got 15 grand. Now that $500 a month we were saving in the tax refund, what do we do with those dollars if our emergency fund's at the place we need it to be for the next 36 to 48 or 60 months? Now we can aggressively pay down debt. Now we can aggressively save for vacation. Now we can create a Roth IRA with that money. Now we can fund in our 401ks above the match. <clears throat> What I recognize is if we build that emergency fund and we take care of it, we can check it off the list. It doesn't consume time in our mind. It doesn't consume time for the what ifs. It doesn't create panic when the transmission goes and we need four grand. It gives us permission to enjoy our lifestyle. Does it mean that 15,000 is the only number we're ever gonna need? No way. But does it mean when we get to the next level and we and we buy a house and we get married and we have a couple of kids and life is expanding around us and we realize that 15,000 doesn't even cover one month of wages, we can now use that 15,000 as a starting point and start adding to it for another 18 to 24 months to build it to the next level. What most people do is they use the emergency fund, they get it down to zero, they never replenish it, they don't have the discipline to take care of it, and they don't have the mental health and the comfort and contentment through life because they never take care of what's important to them first and foremost, which is having that emergency fund available for emergencies. So the second piece of an emergency fund is when you use it, replenish it, replace it. Be disciplined. If you put four grand on a credit card, they would require you to make payments on a monthly basis and you would do it. You might not like it, you might not want to do it, but you would do it. Well, let's have the same discipline and the same control to pay ourselves back that we would use to pay other people. I think that's super important. I think that's vital. I think that's key for everything that we're doing to build this foundation and give us the stability that we need moving forward. Now, think in your mind of all the people you know at whatever age they're at, however long they've been working. How many of them have an emergency fund that's more than four grand or five grand? How many of them have an emergency fund that in their mind is the right number they need in case something happens that they feel comfortable that they can handle it? Very few. I've seen thousands of scenarios on an annual basis for people's total financial economic pictures, snapshots. I would say less than 10 or 15% of the people have an emergency fund that's more than $10,000. I would say 90% of the people need an emergency fund that's more than $10,000. And it's because it's never been a priority. It's never been a focus. No one's ever talked to them about how to have an emergency fund that's only available for emergencies and what level they need to keep it at and how they need to replenish it and what constitutes an emergency. We just mentioned it's easier to build it once and then add to it than it is to build it every four, five, or six years. Use it and then feel bare and naked. We don't need the financial disruption because we have an urgent need and don't have an emergency fund 
or the financial disruption of waking up saying, oh my goodness, we just came through this trauma. Now we need to focus all of our energy on building an emergency fund, which means for the next one, two, three, four years, 100% of your energy, mental and physical and financial is focused on building that emergency fund, which means everything else suffers because it's out of balance. If we do this the right way, we have balance as we build it which means we're not sacrificing our mental health, our physical health, our ability to fund our future, the ability to take care of today, the ability to plan on how we service yesterday's debts. But if we don't have balance, we're out of balance. We don't have harmony in our economy, which means we live for the moment. And that's stressful. That's full of anxiety. That's not comfortable. That's not easy. That's not enjoyable. That's not pleasant. People don't want to be around us. How many people want to be around you when 100% of your efforts focus on dieting? You go to a wedding and you start the diet the Friday before the wedding and you're motivated, but you don't eat cake. You're not having a drink with people. You're not having meat. You're not having vegetables. You're not having butter. You're telling the server the last minute that you have a specific need because you decided to make a decision on a diet that wasn't necessary because you have an urgent need today. If you had been doing this before you even entered the wedding, you could have filled out the card and let them know that you want to have a gluten-free diet, that you're not eating pasta, that you're not eating butter, that you got, and they could prepare for it and make the whole evening enjoyable. Then when you sit down to eat, they check your name off and it's not a spectacle for everyone to see. You're not the center of attention. You don't have to explain what's going on. The emergency fund is the same thing. If you don't have it and you need to get it done because you have an urgent need in your mind or someone imposes an urgent need on your time and someone says, hey, we got this great graduation, we got this wedding, we got this bar mitzvah, we got this communion, we got this graduation, we got this, someone's getting married, we need to go on this trip and you're like, well, I can't go and I'm gonna sacrifice and I'm gonna be a martyr because I need to build my emergency fund. Well, congratulations, you decided to be responsible at the wrong time. How about if we plan on being responsible from day one and let life happen so that we can participate in life and be a joy to those around us instead of being a constant burden and a constant upheaval of everyone's contentment, peace, and joy. Second thing about this 18 to 24 months is it's believable. If I told you that you could never do something forever, that's not believable. 18 to 24 months is believable. That's literally 18 months of making a decision every time you get paid for putting a certain amount aside in an emergency fund, watching that balance grow, feeling good about it, achieving that goal, patting yourself on the back as a couple, being disciplined together and having a common goal that you can focus on. If you have kids, involve everybody and every month say our emergency fund started at zero, now it's at 750, now it's at 1500, now it's at three grand, now it's at nine grand. When we reach this goal, we got $600 a month. What do we want to do with that $600 the first First month after we reach our goal. Well, let's go to the fancy malt shop and spend 50 bucks on malts. That sounds like a good idea. Can everyone get behind that? Does it blow up your big picture? Does it mean you're saving with the expectation that on the 25th month you spend it all? No, this isn't a savings account for a blowout trip to Hawaii with the family. This is an emergency fund designed for emergencies. Set your next goal after that. It's achievable because we can monitor it every time we get paid. 
every time we get paid. I hope everyone out there is tithing or giving to charity. I believe God says we have skills and talents and we should be giving back to those things that are passionate, that we're passionate about. It doesn't have to be 10%, 30%, 80%. It can be 1%, 2%, 3%. I think God rewards the discipline. In the same fashion, building the emergency fund is rewarded by the discipline and the consistency and the persistency of adding dollars to it every time you get paid. Pay yourself first. You have no problem paying Visa, MasterCard, Discover, the mortgage company, all these other places, Sally Mae. Pay yourself first. It's fascinating the mental change that happens and the stability in your mental health when you pay yourself first. When we see the outcome and we know what the end game is and we know how we're going to handle the debt that's out there, the mortgage balance that we, Dave says, pay your mortgage as fast as possible. Put your credit cards in the freezer, burn them, cut them up. Without having a proper emergency fund, that's a recipe for disaster. That means if you're not prepared for life, an event happens and you have to add to your credit card debt because you don't have a proper emergency fund, all of that discipline that you put into getting out of debt is now spun out of control because you have a financial disruption that you're not prepared for. But this believable, achievable, stable way of building an emergency fund that puts you in a position to actually be a responsible adult to make decisions moving forward. It's a priority. It's foundational. And it gives you ease through life. Think about the last 10 years. If you had a $15,000 emergency fund over the last 10 years, how much money in interest, payment, medical expenses, and anguish or you can't put a dollar cost on anguish but how much money and emotional dollars would you have not wasted probably a ton how many more things would you have been able to do because you already have that fund built now fast forward 10 years do you want to be living in the same boat you're living in today without that emergency fund, without that safety net, without that bucket of money that's there for the what ifs? That's what we're protecting against. That's the responsible brand's main goal is putting you in a position to be responsible with the foundation. And we've lost this foundational element over the last 50, 100, 200 years. People used to have cash, assets, money, and things that they could use on hand. The storehouse was full. And somewhere along the way in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, we lost it. And we were told it's okay just to have debt. You don't need to save. Well, listen, we need to get back to the basics. And the basics for us means a couple of different things, but today we're talking specifically about that emergency fund and that supercharged saving strategy. So we build this emergency fund. We're managing our cash flow. When the emergency fund is full, we got five, six, seven hundred dollars a month plus the tax refund. Plus, when we get bonuses, when we get incentives, when we get extra money, instead of making a knee-jerk decision on where we send that dollar without a strategy, we're actually sending those dollars to the places that are most efficient for us, freeing up more cash flow. This is a positive ripple effect. This is a tri trickle-up effect. 
This builds your cash flow, builds your momentum, gives you the ability to build your future, maybe to retire sooner, get out of debt quicker because we're building the foundation based on what's important for you and your family first. Building this emergency fund over the next 18 to 24 months gives us a lifetime of security. Gives us a lifetime to be prepared. It gives us the contentment knowing those dollars are there. And because those dollars are there, I want to be very clear. This is not a dollar that we were investing and taking to the casino hoping for a rate of return. I don't care about the rate of return on your emergency fund. I care about the rate of return on your mental health. The stability that having that emergency fund there when you need it gives you and your family to move forward and enjoy life. I don't care if you're earning 0.5%. I don't care. That money is not designed to be a workhorse. Think about this. If you have more than one car and you got a family, is your only car a sports car, a two-seater Corvette? You got five people in your family. No way. Because you wouldn't be able to go anywhere together as a family. You might get there fast if it's just you and one other person. You might look good. It might sound good. You might enjoy revving the engine. But you need a minivan, you need an SUV, you need a, a sedan, something that seats everybody in your family. This emergency fund is not your racehorse, it's not your race car. It's not your mountain climbing Jeep or your H1 that can be perched at a 45 degree angle and be sexy for all your friends to see. This is your emergency fund that's sexy for your mind, sexy for your heart, sexy for your gut. This gives the rest of your money permission to work hard so that you can actually have your dollars allocated in the right lane doing the right job. Don't multi-purpose your emergency fund. I'm not buying Bitcoin with my emergency fund. I'm not buying Red Hat or Robin Hood or whatever with my emergency fund. My emergency fund is there to be my emergency fund. The dividends it pays for my mental health outperforms anything I can earn in a rate of return. Don't multi-purpose this goal. One job for this emergency fund, to be there as an emergency fund. You have a separate account called savings, which is meant for short-term needs and goals, which allows you to not dip into your emergency fund. Your savings account might be three grand, four grand, two grand. That's what you need that's what you have when your kids come home and say, hey, we've got this thing at school and I need 200 bucks to buy a costume and to buy some supplies. Dip into the savings, not the emergency fund. Protect the emergency fund. The emergency fund is flexible around your goal. If you lose your job, change your job, have a, an emergency that happens while you're building your emergency fund, don't make everyone else suffer around you because you've got an emergency fund. That's being materialistic about your emergency fund. Set the money aside, put the plan on hold, be comfortable where you're at, redirect your dollars to take care of the need and then get back on the horse to build your emergency fund. It's flexible around you, your plan, your life. It's not a generic, you need six months. It's what you need. Everyone is different. We've learned this in the last two to three years for sure. Everyone's got a different comfort level on how they interact outside, how they interact with the media, how they interact with the news, how they interact with their money. Everyone's got a different expectation for what they want to have in their emergency fund. I can't impose my goals on you. If Dave, Rick, or Susie tell you you need six months of your wages in your emergency fund, 
that might take you eight years to build. Especially if you're aggressively paying off all your debt to save that interest and then paying off your mortgage to save that interest and then paying cash for college to save that interest. Well, sounds like the interest is more important for the banks and the lending institutions than you. I want to be interested in you, not interested in the banks. I want to be interested in you. So what's your right emergency fund? Six months might be a good goal of fixed expenses. But if you've not saved six months of your income in the last 5, 10, 15 years, what makes us think we're going to save it in the next 18 to 24 months? So it's got to be realistic, believable, achievable. Once we build it and we get those extra bonuses we talked about, we can do something with them that's fun, that's efficient. But building that emergency fund allows for the extras to actually be extras. Imagine if you never... If you were in the desert and you only got one thimble of water every 100 feet, are you going to save that thimble of water when you get it? No, you're going to drink it. What if every fifth 100 feet they gave you a bonus thimble of water? Do you save it? No, because it, it'll evaporate. It's not enough. But if you're sitting on a container, if you're carrying a remote-controlled 500-gallon clean drinking water bucket with you and they give you extra, you can take that extra and throw it on your forehead. You can give it away. You can help someone else because your foundation is taken care of. So building this emergency fund allows you to get those extra bumps along the way financially, those boosts financially, to be used in a fun way. Things like tax refund bonuses. Maybe you maybe you won the Super Bowl square pool and you got 400 bucks. It's actually a winning instead of something that you need to apply towards debt or bills. You're not bummed out when you don't get it because you weren't banking your whole future on it. You've got your foundation covered. You're comfortable, you're confident, you're not chasing, you're in control. It's exactly what everyone should be doing, but very few people actually do. We think about this around, around the responsible brand a lot. And we say it, you've made the best decisions you could with the information you had at the time. But if I give you better information, you'll be able to make better decisions moving forward. The next 18 to 24 months, we can really put in place a solid plan to build the right emergency fund for you, which gives you permission to make better decisions moving forward. Because you're building this emergency fund and you are making sacrifices, let's not kid each other. We all don't have extra $800 a month that we're going to shift from buying gummy bears with to now putting in the emergency fund. There's going to be some sacrifice along the way. We're going to have to make some real decisions. Do I really need that new computer? Do I really need that new gaming system? Do I really need three vacations this year? If we sacrifice and we build it and we're persistent with it, we worked hard for those dollars, we're setting it aside, we're going to protect it. I'm going to protect it with my life. The same way I protect my wife and my kids. The same way I protect my conscience with my relationship with God. I don't give those things away easily and neither should you. This emergency fund is the same way. 
I'm working hard. My family's on path, on track. We're working together as a team. We're building this emergency fund. We feel good about it. We feel proud about it. It doesn't define who we are. But it does give us comfort and a sense of accomplishment for achieving that goal. Might be the first financial goal we achieve as the family. We earned it. We worked hard for it. We're not going to give it away easy. And part of that means when we do have a true emergency that's not part of our savings, that's not a small-term thing, but is an actual emergency, when we take five grand out and pay that emergency, we're disciplined to pay it back because we feel good about that $15,000 number. At some point when we wake up and we realize we need 25 or 30, we'll build it. You'll budget. You'll manage it. You'll dedicate another 18 to 24 months to make sure you're taking care of the next phase of life. Remember, the responsible brand is about financial education for the next phase of life. I don't need you at 23 or 35 or 45 to have the emergency fund that you need at 65. Because at 25, 35, 45, 55, you need some of your money to be working harder so that you can actually retire. You don't need all your money sitting in a CD at 1%. Just like you don't need to pay your house off at 45 years old. If you haven't funded your emergency fund, funded your future retirement, funded your tax-free retirement, funded your non-qualified retirement, why would you pay your house off early? We talked last time about the questions we should ask. If the emergency fund is not full for the phase we're at in life, let's take care of that first and foremost because that's the one thing when we build it, you don't have to rebuild it. But at every phase in life, you're going to add to it. And eventually, when you get to 65, instead of being like a majority of the Americans who wake up at 58 or 62 and think, man, all my money's in my 401k in my house and tied up, I don't have an emergency fund, I'm retiring in, in four years. Instead of going on vacation and enjoying life and taking their bonuses and doing something fun with it, taking the grandkids for ice cream in, an, in Myrtle Beach, they're funding that emergency fund because they didn't prepare for it along the way. So let's be responsible with how we do this. Let's put our enjoyment of life first and foremost. Let's put our emergency fund first and foremost. Let's put all the pressure received we receive from all those outside influences on the back burner. If we know what the plan looks like, if we know how to get there, then I'm not feeling pressure about the timing on when I pay my mortgage off or when I pay off my student loans or when I pay off my six-year car note in four years. Why would I panic about that? Build the emergency fund. The mental health is gonna skyrocket. You know how much healthier people are when their mental health is in line? They have less stress, they have less anxiety, they have less uncertainty, which means they have more joy, they have more time to be present with their kids, with their grandkids, at their job, they're actually more effective, more efficient, they get more raises, they're more productive, they're able to make more money, they enjoy their vacations. Your mental health and my mental health is top priority. We weren't meant to serve debt, but we also weren't meant to just make money and watch it go out the window every time we get paid. Let's take care of this so that we can have better mental health, which equals better physical health, which equals better financial health, which equals longevity. 
let's eliminate this burden of repeating generations upon generations of stress, anxiety, and mental anguish over finances. Let's start in the next 18 to 24 months by building that emergency fund, controlling our cash through the supercharged savings strategy to have control, have a plan, and have an outcome that we desire. The last thing that I want to hit on with this emergency fund in the next 18 to 24 months is it opens doors for options and opportunities. When we have the emergency fund and someone sells a property and we can go in and buy it, but we need five grand down or seven grand to fix it up and we know we're going to get a good return on that investment. In the past, we weren't able to do it because we weren't sitting on enough cash. The bank looked at us and said, you're strapped. You don't have extra cash. If you had savings, we'd give you the loan at a better rate. If you bought the property, you bought the investment, you bought the Bitcoin at two grand and it went to 64 grand you would actually be in a better position. By having an emergency fund and by controlling our cash flow and by being in a good mental position, we don't make decisions out of fear. We make decisions out of what's right at the time for us and for our families. That's the beauty of what we're building. This next 18 to 24 months gives us the ability to fund a Roth IRA to take care of our kids, to take vacations for life. Let's take the next 18 to 24 months and do things the right way so that when life happens, we're not burdened. When the next pandemic or traumatic experience happens or health emergency happens, not only are we stressed out about what it means to go through it, but we're not compounding the stress because we don't have an emergency fund. If we all had an emergency fund through the last pandemic, how would the first 90 days been different? See, we would have been able to not be panicked over what happens. We wouldn't be waiting for someone else to take care of us. We'd be able to be a value of service and to be a benefit and a blessing to those around us. So let's build this emergency fund. Let's take the next 18 to 24 months and build this emergency fund. For us, based on our needs, our wants, our goals, and our desires. Let's be comfortable and confident knowing that if we put paying off our debts on hold until we build our emergency fund, we're actually putting us and our family and our mental health and our stability in first position, then we're going to take care of everything else. If we need to work overtime, if we need to work Saturday, one Saturday a month, if we need to cut back on some of the subscriptions, work with your responsible advisor, the person who's helping you manage this to determine what's acceptable, what's unacceptable, what's reasonable. 5,000 might be a reasonable fund. I don't know, everyone's different. Someone who's 23 is gonna be different than someone who's 45 with kids in a house, which is different than someone who's 65 getting ready to stop working. Financial education for the next phase of life in a responsible way. The responsible brand is bringing it to everybody. We're filling the gaps. We're taking care of the voids for what's been missing from our educational system from K through 12 and in the college system or higher, educa higher education system as well. Remember, our goal and our passion is to change the landscape of America one family at a time by empowering the leader to make decisions based on facts, not fear. In the next 18 to 24 months, we can set a foundation that you can start living your life based on facts, not fear. I hope this is helpful. I hope you enjoy this conversation. I hope you share this with other people who need it. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy this day and God bless you.
Thank you for tuning in. For new and relevant information just like this, follow us wherever you get your podcasts and interact with the responsible community on all social media platforms. We'll see you soon.